if you dream it, you can do it. And that's, it's not a cheesy speech, it's true. Hey, 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 everyone, baddest triathletes, swimmers, cyclists, runners, Ironman finishers, and of course, the wannabe triathletes. How are you guys all doing? It's a great week. We're on July now, and we are so lucky that we're going to have Gloria as our special guest to learn more of what she did to accomplish what she just finished within a month. And I am so excited to have Gloria here from Texas, who's going to share how she did. Because before I actually tell more about her, because I'm just so excited, let me welcome Gloria Vasquez from Texas. Thank you so much, Gloria. There you go. Yes, I am so happy uh, because she came from zero triathlon experience and actually finished two races in one weekend. And that was only last Friday, finishing 1,000 meter ocean swim without a wetsuit. And next day she woke up again and finished sprint triathlon. And this was her first sprint triathlon. And again, in the ocean without a wetsuit and she didn't even plan for it. And, but she wasn't like this go-getter before. Were you, did you ever think Gloria that you would actually do this one last weekend, what you achieve? Did you ever think that it's gonna happen so quick? First of all, coach, thank you for having me. It's very, very um, a blessing to be with you and whoever is listening, I'm very thankful for this opportunity. And also I wanna let you know that no, I didn't have that in my mind. Um, I was going to explore the water on a one-on-one with you. So uh, actually, Gloria, uh, I did not know Gloria. So I, I received this email. I received this email and that was a night of end of May. So that's about like June 1st already when I read it, June 1st. And she said, first, I would like to be honest and let you know that I am far from being a competitive triathlete. I started back in 2017 running and then incorporating the biking and swimming with very humble beginnings. And she shared her dreams. I dream of swimming with confidence. The technique will allow me to conquer my fear and weakness. Where I see myself swimming relax, calm, and peace. But in the middle of this, there's a structure and training plan that I am lacking. So this was how she was then, okay, sharing her dreams. Since you said about the uh, fear and weakness, so I want to know more, like, what were you feeling? You, you mentioned fear and weakness a month ago when you emailed that, like, it was a long email. Like, can you share more of, like, what fear, what were you feeling? What kind of fear that is? Um, I have a shortness of breath. Of shortness of breath. Okay. So that was the first... Um, obstacle to overcome then you realize that you have sinking legs then you realize that you don't use your arms and you don't use your legs and your body position is horrible so you are just like a, a heavy body in the water not feeling the water yes. so all of that together was a lot to accomplish and i knew 
I was not going to be able to do it without any structure and sure. discipline and the right workshops that accommodate to my needs. Gotcha. And understanding and visualizing how to execute them. And that's how I come into terms with myself that I needed the right program and the right coach. Gotcha. And I don't, I'm going to be honest with you. I've been following for more than a year, um, following all your activities and your... Um, over a year? Yeah, Man. over a year. I've okay. been following me on Facebook. And uh, during the COVID year, I signed up for this race that it was my dream race, the Escape of the Race. Yeah. And I visualized that race for me because, first of all, there are two challenges there. Mm-hmm. Number one challenge was the swimming, right? But it has a little epic additional item in there, which is the jump. Right. And to fall in there, to let your body go with that strong mind that you're going to be fine reaching the water yeah. and the impact, that is one of the first that not only in the swimming activity, but in life, you have to overcome. Yes. So I relate that with my personal life in every angle, professionally, um, in my family, around my activities. And I thought put to myself, if I can do that, I can do anything. Mm. But in order to do that, I need to start at the very humble beginnings and I need to find the proper way because I'm That's conscious true. about my weaknesses and, and what I need to That's do. True. Because what you don't know is exactly what you need to understand. Right, right. So you said a lot of different things there. What I got is that it looks like your swimming is your weakness. Swimming is the most fearful thing. Fearful. It's not just I weakness. I my bike, I can still land on the ground. Okay. Right? <laughs> that and if I run, I can still lay down and crawl if I have to. But in the water, if I give up, I drown. Gotcha. If I don't move, yeah. if I lose control, if I lose focus, if I just give up, then I'm done. That is the most challenging area. I hear you. So anyone who's listening or viewing this, hashtag live. And if you're listening or viewing replay, hashtag replay. Anyone here who actually feels the same way as Gloria? You know, it's not really just weakness. We're talking about fear here. Fear. And to, to Gloria, and actually I could relate. To Gloria, she said, of course, it's not fun to fall up fall from the bike right but she said she's it looks like you're more of scared of drowning is that right scared of drowning and then are you also scared like because other athletes also would say well you know when i'm running i can actually stop but when i'm swimming i feel like i couldn't stop is that something i fear too well uh before this week past week i didn't know what it was going to go to water planet that's okay. That's another planet. It's yeah. a different element and an unknown element where algae, yeah. fishes, strange elements are around you, and you need to be under control, not to panic because right. something navigates around your head or your legs, or you feel that weird sensation. That's yes. one. And then you need to keep control to keep breathing, bubble, bubble, breathe, bubble. <laughs> There's so many things that you're thinking. So many things, right? And then um, sometimes you don't know if your body is going to float and, and keep gliding. I didn't know anything about that. 
So nothing at all. Nothing and, at all. Yeah. Because the open water is a hundred percent dependent in the pool. In the That's pool, right. you can always reach out right, right. from the court, something yeah. that out somebody's gonna be nearby in a second. So we actually have Tony Tunita. Welcome, Tunita, Tony. So if you're just viewing it, hashtag live and let's say hello to Gloria. Tony said, every time I get into the water, I want to give up. Who else feel like Tony? Did you feel that, that way when you were in open water? Did you feel like, oh my God, this is too much before you actually emailed or got some help? Did you feel like, oh, this is too much. It's not like running. Yes, uh, it is. Uh, it was a lot. Uh, was a that lot. was my first call quest to conquer gotcha. the mindset. So gotcha. to start with, the moment I reach out to you is because I was determined to overcome that fear, to overcome that challenge and to commit. Yes. Because uh, the, without the commitment, you don't uh, grow into the discipline of, uh, number one, there's so many areas that you need to understand like body maintenance, the right workouts, they're right, uh, and it has you grow into it. You need to have a strategy as well. How uh, what? A strategy, race okay, strategy. strategy. Gotcha, right? Strategy, okay, got it. The, oh. I think the most important part is the mindset. Yep, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. The mindset is the most important area that um, you need to work with, uh, otherwise, you won't move into the next one. Absolutely, in fact, you know, you won't have committed to actually even sign up to this or not even think that, you know, because it looks like you're using also, you see that, hey, if I could actually conquer this fear here, I could conquer any fears. Exactly. Right? Is that what you see? Okay, yeah. you feel the same thing. I think Tom, Tom also feel the same thing. Guess what? I feel, I felt the same way too. So I'm glad actually I did not give up, you know, because I, I, I came from not knowing how to swim either. And uh, coming from zero triathlon experience with 12 weeks. So when she actually contacted me. Guess what? She has not gone to open water at all. Like she has no experience. So what she did, she signed up. She said like, I think, oh, that's, if I overcome my fear there, I'm gonna overcome any fears in life. Even though I have not, I don't know how to swim in open water yet. <laughs> I'm gonna go for it. It looks like that's what happened. Is that right, Gloria? Yes, that's right. Uh, yes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something really quick that I think is okay. We have an, a special project at work, and one okay. of my peers is kind of a little bit nervous about it. And I thought to myself, uh, well, if I can swim in the open water and somebody slap on my head and I'm still under control and somebody's pushing me and pulling my feet and I deviate for the right from the right buoy and I went back into the right direction and ended up instead of swimming a thousand meters but 1293 meters and I still make it I can do this too you can do anything that's awesome I can do anything Tinita said I'm okay in my wetsuit but could not imagine swimming without it which is what you did so so yeah so I hear you Tinita oh my god like I was don't take my wetsuit from me that is my <laughs> that is my comfort that's my blanket so it was last month it was you have 20, 12 weeks until race so you know you said there's fear and you know you here you you only needed to do 0.35 mile swim 12 mile bike 5k run and you had 12 weeks right and what i wanted to ask you is that at the time it's not just about swimming also you were on your own 
you are swimming at least three times a week, biking mm -hmm. during the weekends, running is my less favorite. I struggle the most in this activity. Tell me more about that. Was that, did you think that, you know, you're just a slow runner, slow cyclist and not knowing how to swim at all? Is that how well, you felt? Honestly, I'm a slow in everything. You're slow in everything. <laughs> All the three ones, because I was running 17, 18 minutes mile, mile per hour, and I was stuck in there, and I was just like feeling very heavy. I guess my body was just pushing me, but not really advancing. Um, but I was doing it. The biking, I was uh, comfortable uh, in, in a flat lane, um, not too many hills, because that was the safest way to do it. Uh, the swimming, uh, definitely uh, a lot of improvement needed in there just to catch up with the breathing. Yeah. Uh, but then um, liter by liter with the uh, mindset, the right discipline, the right alter, um, uh, incorporation of the technique and alternating the breaks uh, between biking and running and then biking and swimming. Um, it's unbelievable how you build a strength how you build your confidence liter by liter. And there were a few wor uh, workouts like the March, uh, third March that helped me to move from that 18, 17 minutes per mile to a 14, 13. And I was extremely surprised how that single uh, drill helped me out to realize how you have to move your hips and expanding your legs and extending your Hi, it will help you to reduce the time. You were surprised. Yeah, I was yeah, amazingly surprised. Yeah, because you did finish a full marathon not long, not long ago either, because you started late, right? Mm -hmm. I think 2019 when you first finished your first full marathon and you said you were stuck with 17, 18 minutes per mile. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so I'm going to just share to everyone what happened. So, so Gloria did a test one time and then I said and then after that test I coached her I'm like I coached her the proper technique just like swimming you can be faster with a little bit of tweak on your running to make it easier and unfortunately at the time also when I was new you know I would just run run a lot of marathons I did not know that it can be easier and so Gloria did that and she was surprised because then she started actually racing and you know, trying to pass other runners along the way. So what she did, she applied the techniques, executed the drills. There's also drills for running, just like swimming. You can, you know, there's loopholes how to get faster, how to train right so you don't get injured. So now she said, Gloria, I have been stuck running at 16 to 15, 17 minutes per mile. After that, what she did, guess what? Her fastest one mile became 14 minutes per mile. Her fastest one kilometer became 13.44. And she was so shocked for the 400 meters. She was running 13, 17 minutes per mile. That was only June 15. I think it's only been like a week, seven days. Yeah. I mean, just what, it's not, okay. So a lot of athletes also, and I, I really wish I knew this one before because I'm more of a hard worker. <laughs> well, you are too, right? But you're smart. Because you get, you know, you, with one week, she got faster. I wish I could have gone faster in just a little, you know, someone I'm wearing, I'm hearing, hey, just do this. And so she did that. And what I like about her is that she's coachable. Congrats on your big accomplishment, Gloria, said Tony. 
you motivate Thank me. You. She, he, uh, let me see, Tony, are you the one who's actually about to do your first triathlon as well? I know I, there's several Tony in the group, but I want to make sure. So yeah, see, I'm telling you, Gloria, you're motivating people. So besides the swimming, I know there's other challenges. And I'm going to tell you with Gloria, I don't know, she doesn't have excuses. I mean, she told me she's 57 years old. Okay. But that, you know, some other, I was like, oh, I'm 57. I can't do anything else. I'm 57. I can't deal with Garmin, with technology. Okay. I'm, you know, like they, they use the age, right? But for Gloria, so for her, it's, hey, it's time. It's time for me to play. <laughs> so, so, you know, she doesn't have excuse. When she actually it was only last month, she did not have Garmin watch. She was using some other watch, which I couldn't figure out also how I'm going to know how she's doing it. So we're like a lot of phone call, a lot of text messages. And I said, like, Gloria, if you want to invest, the main thing I hope that you could do, I'm, I'm, you know, because it's not really a requirement because I know it could be like budget wise, right? So she got her Garmin. So the next thing is that we need to learn. We need to teach Gloria how to use it. So to me, as long as I see the data, doesn't matter how, you know, let's just do our best, right? So, so you know, so she was also just, I don't know, who else here are technologically challenged? It's like, coach, it's already three sports and I need to learn technology. I've never been in front of the computer. It's, that's not Gloria, of course, but there are other athletes like just, I don't want technology. I just want to do swim, bike, run. That's already a lot for me. So she's technologically challenged. She did not have cadence meter. She actually did not know what cadence was then. Yeah, I have to teach her of how to change the gearing. That's how really new triathlete she, uh, she was. That was only a month ago. So I said, like, if you, if you, you know, do this, uh, you do this, I, I use the words that she could actually even understand. I can't use the, you know, the, the complicated one. If you do this, your kid is going to go up. That means, so it's really, you know, I, I'm more of a chameleon. I like depending on the skill level. So she has definitely zero open water skills. It was only June 19. That was exactly what's now 21st. That was her first open water swim. And she was so happy. And yeah. the main reason, unfortunately, there are some states where it's really hard to get some open water who here lives where in it's all mountains you know i i used to uh, in, in the philippines i lived in uh, in the city i did not have access to open water so i did not know how to swim i was scared of the open water like i had no chance to even go to the pool because there it's more for rich kids so so for gloria it's similar when she didn't it, it takes two hours just to drive California is, we're really, you know, we're actually blessed. So it's, it's some people, it's just like across the street. <laughs> to me, I still have to drive. But for Gloria, it was only June 19. That was just about a month ago. Okay. So that's why. So challenges, zero open water experience, nothing. She has a wetsuit, but it did not fit well. And that was one of the reasons why she did not wear her wetsuit here. It was, she, you know, she wants it. She actually tried to borrow from people like nothing's going to stop me. If it doesn't fit, let me see if I can rent. Let me see if I can borrow. When she came to California, she did not plan to actually race. It's really just to see me in person. 
guess what? When um, it was only last Friday, she wanted to register last. It was just last Friday. She wanted to register. She's like, oh, coach, the registration is closed online. Let me see if I can go in person <laughs> and register online. I don't want to be somebody's lunch even I was swimming in a lake. I hear you. Yeah, there could be alligators or crocodiles in Florida as well. Yep, Tom, I hear you. Um, so yeah, so so Gloria, it was closed registration online. That didn't stop her. I don't know, for some reason. It's just like, I'm gonna go after it, whatever. I don't have wetsuit. I'm gonna I'm still gonna go for it. <laughs> registration closed. Well, I'm gonna see if I can actually swim in person. I mean register in person. And she was able to register. Okay. What else did she encounter? Uh, she works 10 hours every day. A lot of outfits, like, I don't have a lot of time. Okay. Yeah, she works 10 hours every day. And actually, in fact, other athletes also coach, because what she did, she was on triathlon, and I have the 30-day swim boot camp, which can be demanding, okay, of time, because it's focused. But she said, like, coach, I really want to learn the proper way to swim. So what else? Oh, lack of confidence, knowledge, and experience. Tell me more about confidence. Well, in my mind, I visualize that I will uh, go into the water, right? But uh, it's a dream. No, it's a dream. So I decide to catch the dream and to execute the dream. And that's why I decide to sign up for the one-on-one -on -one because I was watching all the uh, workshops that you hold every weekend. And I saw myself there. And thanks God, everything was put into place. And I was able to organize my trip uh, to uh, coordinate the dates. And there's people around that I uh, always is a blessing. I have a very dearest friend who lives in Long Beach, mm. who was uh, hosting me and, and, dry, and uh, giving me access to a car to drive everywhere I needed to go. So that was the first thing to facilitate the dream, right? The dream. So God puts people around you to make it happen. And the time is perfect. And so, so people was also motivating me, uh, cheering up for me. And I just needed to do the work. And when I first met you at the, that Sunday, um, and I see the very short, and I'm like, oh, this is what I used to see on Facebook. Aww. And I'm here now. And again, the wetsuit was too tight and very uncomfortable because the day before when I arrived, I was testing it and I couldn't move. So I, <laughs> I went there without the wetsuit because I knew I was not going to yeah, make it. And it was early in the morning, and me, I'm not really used to the cold water, to be honest with you. I don't think anybody... In Texas. Yeah. yeah. So I put my feet in there, and, okay, I'm here. You have to go. Follow because you go, 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 and you yes. go, 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I can deal with this water. And then once you're there, you forget about it. And what I love about it is that I was able to move. Jennifer said, Gloria, badass. Tony with a heart. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. So, you know, I'm having goosebumps because Gloria, I could not do what you did back in the days. I was so scared and I know how you felt, but you were so good. She does train hard, swim, bike, run, not just swimming. If I tell her I need you to run, she will run, even though, you know, she'll make time. But then what she did learn is body maintenance. Can you tell us more about that, Gloria? So other athletes, body maintenance. I, I was not really involved about the body maintenance. I was one of those um, athletes 
school before going to run, barely um, uh, practice any kind of a, a strange um, exercises, but not really, not uh -huh. really paying attention to certain areas for each uh, activity. And I learned so much about how to prevent injury and to have the flexibility to go for either biking, swimming, or running. Every activity has a specific drills to practice before so you can warm up and be flexible before you start, right? Um, and that is uh, so much appreciated because obviously it's not, the, I mean, we are all um, uh, subject to get injured, but uh, 57, the probability is higher, right? And I'm here to continue this until 90 plus years old. So I want to do that for a long-term um, goal. And I need to take care of myself. So those five, 10, 15 minutes before every activity are crucial so you can uh, respect your body, not only in the body mind movement, but also your nutrition, which complement each other. Uh, and for that, uh, I reach out to Coach Angrila because I was feeling pain Mm -hmm. on my uh, high flux. So this one is, yeah. So this one was actually, you know, she was telling me that, okay, coach, I'm having pain here. So this is because she's in Texas, right? She's in Texas. I have not met her in person at the time. So, but I told her, it's not just about working hard. It's making sure that you actually can withstand all the back-to-back -back workouts because especially for athletes who really works hard, put in the training, the thing, the high risk there is injury. And without knowing how to do body maintenance, so body maintenance, as I explained in the other training that we did last week, body maintenance is something that you will do before an injury happens. Because even when I was an athlete, you know, I only do something, I only see a physical therapist when I'm already injured. And that's too late. That's called rehab. So what I want my athletes is to actually, and all of you, who's listening to this one is actually for you to do exercises before that injury happens. More of preventive maintenance or body maintenance, just like brushing your teeth. You brush your teeth, not when you already have tooth decay, right? So it's actually brushing your teeth every meal. And she was telling me, coach, I'm feeling pain, but you know what? I'm just gonna go through it, coach. I can still do the work. I said, no, 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 no. I don't want you to do that. No, not with Feisty Facts Coaching, especially if you communicate it. So she communicates it and she started showing. So, you know, hey, I need you to do this. This one is actually with lacrosse ball, uh, touching the glutes there. And I said, I need you to go through the trigger points. So now, well, sometimes the athlete doesn't really know what trigger points is for a specific, you know, pain or discomfort. And that's where I help and also the coaching team we have the physical therapist, also professional masseuse who gives us advice. It's like, what's the best way? All right. So not just that with the foam roller in different positions, kind of like sometimes I'm like, wow, this is actually works. It's actually cheaper than, you know, on all the gadgets that we see online. My suggestion, everyone, if you're watching this one, I hope you get this one. Do not wait until something is like so hard for you to prevent from getting worse. Okay. If you feel something, even though you don't know what it is, you got to do something about it, okay? Uh, there's a lot of athletes like, oh, suck up the pain. And guess what? Next day, you can't run anymore, <laughs> all right? 
So I'm, I'm really happy, especially for Gloria. She said 57 years old, which is could be, yeah, sure, a high risk. But I think anyone is high risk, especially those athletes who are actually not knowing of how to take care of ourselves. I wanted to show you her mental fitness board because we don't just help just swim, bike, and run. We want to make sure that our athlete knows how to train properly, nutrition, body maintenance, and next thing is mental fitness, which is very important. And everyone getting this one, I hope you guys are taking notes because you you are such, you don't even know, Gloria, but you're on a serious athlete here. <laughs> All right, because even well, though you're- uh, I, have a, I have something to tell you. Um, when I'm talking to my kids, for instance, and when I addressed that I was going to be in an intense training, because I wanted to do well and safety. I told them, I need your support. I need your encouragement. And I need you to check on, on me every day. How am I doing? Aww, and remember, nice. because I am a triathlete. So consider yourself that a full triathlete because you look at these elite triathletes, right? And you, there's another dimension. But age group triathletes, uh, it's an important mission for to leave a legacy for the ones that come behind you. And those are my kids and the ones that come after who are the future generations. And that is my legacy to my family uh, that anything you put in your mind, it doesn't matter what it is. Everybody has different goals and mindsets and, and, and um, dreams, but it doesn't matter what, what that is and at what level. If you dream it, you can do it. And that's, it's not a cheesy speech, it's true. You just need to visualize it. And sometimes between where you are and the dream, there is a gap, that's the journey. So during this month, it's been the journey, which has been amazing for me. And I haven't yet to the escape of the cave. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's but been only a month. Get there, it's gonna be fabulous. I love it. So if you're listening to this or you're viewing us, don't you just love Gloria? I wish you could just talk and talk. If you're listening to this right now, hashtag live. If you're listening to it as a replay, hashtag replay. My heart is just warm listening to you. If you can dream it, you can do it. Right? And actually, she, she said something. She said, I am a triathlete. You are a triathlete even before the finish line. Yes. You are doing a triathlete. You need to wear the hat of triathlete and you have to believe that. You are swimming. You have to wear the swimmer, okay? The best swimmer and be that in action right now. Not when you get there, not when you learn the technique, but actually do it in action, right? You have, you have the capability to actually do that. You, do you know what I asked Gloria to do last, a day before when she signed up? I asked her, dum, 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 I asked her to jump 11 times. It's not just about the jump. I wanted her to visualize, see, like there's a lot of other scared, nervous athlete right behind, beside you, behind you, nervous, and you are I can do this. <laughs> like I told her, I asked her, Gloria, it's not about just you jumping. And it's not just about mindset. Yes, mindset is good, but I need you to feel, believe 
that you are about to jump that amazing big boat that you've been dreaming since last year, <laughs> right? Because you signed up last year and you're going to jump. It's about time of all the hard work that you've been putting in. You're about to jump. How are you going to feel? Feel that, feel everything. Nervous, feeling strong, feeling confident. Be that. And I need you to do that 11 times. <laughs> Were you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> I was counting, counting and counting. <laughs> so she did. But, you know, so and again, you know, Gloria, when you jump there, anything can happen. Someone can slap you on your head. You lose your goggles. Gloria, on the 10th jump, I need you to remove your goggles. <laughs> and I need you to swim. What did you do, Gloria? How did it feel when you heard me ask you to do that? Mm. Uh, I just did it. I didn't think about it. I just did it. I, do, I, I don't have time to think about it. I just, I was just counting and counting and exploring every, every jump, learning how different I land on the, on the water to understand better uh, my jump and then going back and at the 10 jump and then i just pulled down my goggles and i said okay let's feel because the water was very salty so i already knew that it was very salty and it's okay i can handle this because uh, on a bigger jump the probabilities of, uh, that the goggles just pull out and even your cap is higher so i need to be ready to react to that and it went well. I have a. I mean, I was happy to do it. Um, I got. I was tired because the polo, uh, polo drill, water polo was tiring. But it made me. It gave me so much confidence that I was not aware at the moment how, how that pushed me and gave me the confidence to look for that one thousand meters and the triathlete. That was the key point for me to. Just go and sign. Gotcha. So it actually was one of the turning points that built your confidence. It's something that you would never ever think that you would do until like I asked you to do that. Yeah. Because your heart rate went up. It went to 169, 170. I was looking at it at every jump. Oh, she's jumping. Oh, she's still recovering. Because I was looking at the data of your heart rate when you were jumping. Because after that 11 jumps, I still ask her to swim. I think 1,000 or 500, 900. She it did was swim. Like, uh, that was actually my longest um, swimming in that day. And it was like 1,200 something. 1,200 after her jumping several times. So, you know, wh why do we do this one? Because the thing is that if you remember her race was in 12 weeks, her race was in 12 weeks. And like, how long is her swim? It's only 0.35. That's 600, about 600 yards. Yes. She did 1,200. She, she jumped, what, 11 times. The main reason that I wanted her to do it is basically to just overcome any possibility that she may encounter there. Something that she thought she would never do, but then now she did it in training. I ask her to remove the goggles, but if it happens, she knows how to feel it. I ask her to jump 11 times so she can feel her heart rate and she knows how to treat it. 
and she knows how to, she would know how to sight. I asked her to still swim 1,000 yards and she swam 1,200 yards because at the race, even though, even though it was only 600 yards, she has a lot of people around her. There's so many distraction, external di distraction that can happen. There's the wave and that was just personal, right? So my suggestion, everyone, if you guys are listening or viewing this is that just go at it in training. Because, because what I want you to do is what, when you show up at the race, you can tell yourself, <laughs> I did everything I can. I did my best in training. I'm confident. I can do this. It's time to smile. It's time. Yeah. It's time to thrive. Do not be one of those athletes. Well, coach, I'm, it's my first it's my first sprint triathlon. I just want to enjoy it. Come on now. You know what? If it's your first, you want to enjoy and thrive. You don't want to be in survival mode because it's not fun. You know, there's a, yeah, you know, you go like survive, right? But why would you want to survive if you can do something right now? Take action. So instead of survival mode, you'd be like, I can conquer this. I did my best, right? So anyone, are you guys getting it? So what I'm trying to say is that, yes, with Feisty Facts Coaching, if you really want to enjoy it, um, to me, at least my mindset is that, and it also depends on the athlete. If the athlete is, you know, welcoming it, hey, coach, I really want to enjoy my race and I want to thrive, not survival mode, I'll give you the right training and you'll be ready for sure. And guess what? If Because the thing is that Gloria actually wanted to achieve it in 12 weeks. She had no idea that she was going to do two races. She did not even plan to actually sign up for it. She did not even, you know, she did not even expect that she's going to do it without wetsuit. But because of that confidence, because of the training, because she was doing her best, you know, it's not perfect. Like, if you look at her training plan, not all of them, she, she did it because she was so busy with her work. But do you think that you, you did your best, Gloria? Yes, I'm, I'm very humbled to tell you that I did my best, but also I have to recognize that with your strong coaching, with your strong dedication and follow up every day, Every single day, even when here in El Paso was raining and I couldn't drive my bike on the weekend, we figured a way to do something. And every day we were active, following up, tight, 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 tight. And that's emotional support, physical and mental support, earned me the confidence to go above and beyond uh, awesome. my abilities. And I know that I can do better and better uh, breaking that wall that uh, sometimes you don't even know at what level you can break it and go beyond. One of those that I can relate to that is I imagine myself running consistently because you know where I'm coming from, 17, 18 minutes per mile running. Yes, yes. I am, I am confident now that I can go lower and be in the 13, which for some athletes might be too high. But for me, it will be an amazing accomplishment for my heart rate 
And after the, after the biking, it will be amazing that I can stay in that pace yep. because I know that I still have the opportunity to break that. When I get out of the water, I am very empowered and very energetic <laughs> in the bike. Yep. But when I get out of the bike, it's another story. My legs are heavy. Um, like it, they don't just, move as I, I, I command them to move. Yeah, they don't, yeah. obey me and I <laughs> they don't follow. <laughs> yeah. So I am very grateful for all that because I know I can certainly tell you 100% that you did your best and I put my best and we win. And there we you go. Win. And we win. So yeah, I, I am so like really inspired by you, Gloria. I was just looking at the calendar of when she, e when I read her email, it was only June 1st where I did not know her. June 8th, she started coaching. June 15th, that was the only time. It was only a month ago when she started learning how to uh, swim properly. June 19th, first open water swim. That was really a month ago. Swim boot camp. she did the 11 times jump. It was only last Friday, she did her first 1,000 open water swim race without a wetsuit in the ocean, July 17th, the next day. It's crazy because her, her first open water swim was in the evening. And I told her, Gloria, I really need you to sleep because you have a race first thing tomorrow morning. Mm -hmm. And that was her first sprint triathlon. And then next day, 18. So I know you have been doing a lot of activities on top of your out, you know, non-sport. How are you feeling today, like Gloria? Are you feeling sick, injured? low energy how do you feel like because we um, did a lot physically i feel strong nice i am strong i, I and and again i'm comf i'm uh, humble to say it but i honestly feel strong and that comes from the proper nutrition the nutrition. proper consistent exercise um not overdoing it uh, some people might say you were killing your body <laughs> but uh, uh honestly i I was so blessed that I didn't have pain. That pain wow. that I had before, it was not there. My muscles were reacting to me with so much grace. They, they helped me a lot. So I am right now, uh, I am relaxed, but I'm ready to go back to the pool because the county. <laughs> there you go. We're not going to hold you much more, but I just have like, let's say just two questions. So now, because I know you said you wanted to finish a full Ironman before yeah. you're 60. So that's yeah. uh, three years from now because you're 57. You finished your first sprint. You said you're going to finish in 12 weeks, but to finish it in a month. And you've seen like how much you have grown. Do you think, do you see more clear now of how of the full Ironman? I know we're still far because you're on sprint. But you said full iron man in 60 years. So does it become more clear to you in your head? Like if I did this one, I thought it's going to take me 12 weeks. I thought I couldn't even, you know, I didn't even have confidence then. I didn't know how to swim and I'm hurting then. How do you feel about your goal, your dream of actually becoming a full Ironman finisher before you turn 60? I am definitely committed to it. I have to do a um, full marathon uh, that's in the journey. I think before the full Ironman, I need to do the full marathon and interacting so I can incorporate that because again, the running is one of my biggest challenges. The cycling, it's very joyful, very joyful. Oh, okay. And the swimming now, 
I'm going to tell you what the swimming means for me. It means to be in control, relaxed, calm, and in peace with myself. And it's like talking to God in the middle of nowhere. Is that and how you feel right it. now? Huh? Is that how you see swimming right now? Yes. Oh, already? Yes. So you feel it calm? So, because that's what you emailed me. That was your dream. Mm-hmm. So, but it's a long journey because the, the longer the distance, the yeah. unexpected water, because we have calm waters, wavy, rocky waters, middle-sized waters, right? So obviously in an Ironman, you're going to have different situations. Sometimes it's a lake and dirty lake, horrible yeah, lake, sure. right? Sure. Uh, that's yeah. another challenge. But as long as I am calm, I can do the rest. There you go. So... It seems, it sounds like you, you can, you, you can do anything now. Is that how you feel? You can just do anything. I'm just gonna, it's like you're in the candy store. I, I know that I have to do the work. I know yeah. that I have to be very disciplined and very consistent. And I know that if I need those in addition to my body maintenance and my body maintenance uh, and my nutrition, I will accomplish that. Because it is in a strong commitment because of the time consumption. Yes. But uh, if you put your agenda in place, mm-hmm. everything complements. Because I wouldn't feel accomplished in the rest of my life if I don't do this. Mm, got it. Got it. All right. So, yeah, Tony, good for you. Excuse me, you're right. Yeah, you don't want to just complete it. You want to thrive it. So you could be looking great also, yeah, in the picture, right? Make sure <laughs> that you get a finisher's, pitch, uh, finisher's photo. So this is, again, Gloria here. Gloria, what I wanted to ask you last is that I hope you still remember how you were just a month ago. Someone who doesn't have confidence, someone who didn't know open water swim, not having experience, having this fear, having this, you know, like stuck with 16, 17 minutes per mile slow, they not having the Garmin and just very busy at work. You're, you know that you're not the only one. There's a lot of other athletes just like you around your age, or it could be, you know, not your age, but still stuck of actually, I don't think I can do it. It's ocean, I need, I need my wetsuit. I don't know how to swim. What would you uh, advise those athletes? Your old, the old Gloria. If you see Gloria there or another athlete just like you back then, what would you, do you have any advice, top three advice that you can give us? Catch your dream. Catch your dream. Don't let it go. Um, work for it. Earn it and find the right people to take you because you alone, you, you can do a lot of things alone but you need people around you because those people that are cheering up for you are a bridge to conquer your quest. And determination and resilience, and it's okay to be tired, and it's okay to sometimes feel down, but the most important thing is that nobody knows that sometimes, but only you. So you have to put yourself on the top and remind yourself that this is, your quest and you can conquer it. You're amazing, Gloria. Even Tony, thank you. Thank you, Gloria. You're an amazing woman. God bless. God really a uh, privilege to have you, Gloria. Thank you so much in sharing your story. I hope those who are actually listening to this or viewing this, you've gotten a lot 
from what Gloria said. I think she's an inspiration, whether whatever level you are in sports, whether you've done so many things already, the things that she shared, where she's coming from. If you think about it, if Gloria can do it, anyone can. Let's just apply the mindset, her, the practice that she's been doing. All right. So if you also need some help, you know, in getting your goals and actually being more confident, touching based training, nutrition, injury prevention, uh, mental fitness and race strategy, just hashtag triathlon now, hashtag triathlon now. And my teammates will actually uh, contact you to give you some help. Or if you want to contact Gloria or just follow her, oh my gosh, you're going to be so inspired. You're going to be so inspired. Really happy to have you all. You're a machine, Andrea said. Super inspiring. All right, Tony, Simon, good to have you. And again, if you're watching this replay, hashtag replay, I hope you guys enjoy it. We're going to have more live shows next week and watch it. And I look forward to having you again. Thank you, Gloria. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for everything you do. You make a oh. difference. Oh, thank you so much, Gloria. All right, I'll talk to you later. Bye, everyone. Have a good week.